restaurant in Los Angeles. Very buzzy. Very buzzy. Uh, lots of hype. A very good burger, from what I've heard. Yeah. But kind of like a steakhouse-ish, right? Mm-hmm. Like elevated. It's American, like it's American Bistro kind of vibes. Yeah. Lots of hype. Very sick website. Husband-wife duo start the restaurant. They throw the husband out because he is uh, kicked out of the business. Comes out New York Times article. He likes to strangle cats. They had multiple cats that mysteriously died. Yes. And he was accused of killing the cat by the wife. Yes. He was like, no, no, no. It was her that was killing the cats. But that didn't really add up because they went to like a Halloween party. And he's like, she thinks I killed the cat. And one of the employees was like, but you did, right? And he was like, yeah, I killed the cat. <laughs> it, it's just what like, it's just, you can't make this shit up. I thought at first it was like a revenge thing. Like they were fighting. And so he killed the cat. There was, I mean, that that was, I remember when it was happening live, you were, you were in LA. I was on a group chat about it. And Twitter was, there was a lot of it's stuff a big, coming up big on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The restaurant's hard to get a, a table at, but didn't stop people from going. That came out about a restaurant I've been trying to get into, like Bonnie's or Lilia. <laughs> I'd be right there. <laughs> I mean, listen, the guy hasn't been cooking there for a while. No. So that, does that affect the food? That's the, well, the, the, the whole question is who's the mastermind of the food. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause apparently like, I think the wife is the genius. So there mm-hmm. you go. So yeah. the guy's just a distraction. He's a distraction. And yeah. he has a bit of an issue. So it yeah. shouldn't take away from their business. I hope not. Yeah. I will say it kind of made them famous. Not that they weren't famous, but this it, is, this is national news. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see if the restaurant maintains or not. I mean, yeah. like they've, they've done a lot of restaurants as is. It's ironic that the brand is the restaurant's called horses. Yeah. And I he know. kills cats. Yeah. What's I don't a, know what's why. ironic about that. It's just animals. I think it's coincidental. It's well, not so much ironic, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, yeah. God it's, damn strange distinction. it's not a big deal. <laughs> Fucking it's totally no. fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. But it is a, yeah, it's a big story in the, uh, the food world. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. have to get on that. I need to. Sounds juicy. Yeah. It made me want to go more, I think. I'd been. Yeah. How, what I'd do you be- think? I thought it was good. <laughs> like, <laughs> by the way, the other thing was the restaurant they had before in New York was Mimi. Oh. And we did my, my 31st birthday at Mimi. And I think they were cooking there. It was delicious. It was okay. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Horses, I was like, this is good. But like, it's like New York City restaurant popped up in LA. So everyone lost their mind. That's the review that I heard. Yeah. It's like a good restaurant in New York, but it's in LA, so therefore it's incredible. Yeah. So what does that mean? LA sucks, right? (laughs) Are are we recording? (laughs) Three, two, one. Kevin. What's up, dude? Are yeah, we we've rolling? Been re- we've been recording for five minutes. Are oh, we videoing? Then, no, I think LA people are great. I really <laughs> yeah. Alex can be total anti-LA. Mm. Yeah. You, on the other hand, not yes. so much. Well, I grew up in New York City, so it is part of my my genus. Yeah. Like, there is a part of me that's like, you have to hate LA, but it's not their fault. It's yeah, just yeah. how I was raised. Hey, both yeah. good. I'm on this anti-LA thing, mostly because I spent a week there and I it was, it was cold. I get that. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And it, I will say- LA without the sunshine 
is a horrible place. Yeah. It's yeah. like the sunshine is doing so much of the work of why it's great there. Otherwise, you're just sitting in a car. Yeah. And you're just and you're aware yeah. of the the transportation that is happening is just you in a box mm-hmm. for the majority of a day. Yeah. It's gross. It smells bad. The people are mean. It's the food is fine. I'm not going to agree with anything. Yeah, you know, I see what again, you're doing. Um, you're baiting. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not going to happen. Kevin, we have a guest in the house. That's why you hear another voice, a deep voice. Have, oh, shucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a good voice. A good voice for podcasting. That's what they tell me. Um, yeah, you do have a fantastic voice. We have the founder, CEO, leader of the Rubyverse. It's Noah Lunch. That's me. Yeah. Hi, Welcome guys. to the show. Pump yeah. in the sort of crowd noise that goes wild yeah, right there. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm afraid yeah, yeah, to hit yeah, yeah, the yeah. I'm afraid to hit the soundboard. Yeah. I the, forget what's what. The and be- Noah can't even hear it because he doesn't have the headphones. Yeah, on. he's too cool All for right. headphones. <laughs> if you hit the soundboard, I'm gonna go for the headphones. Yeah. a great feeling yeah 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 that's all for you oh yeah. wow you can yeah. take them off now if you want if you no wanna, no now i'm hearing yeah. it it yeah. feels good no i'm gonna take it off actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a long time coming we've been talking to noah trying to get him on the pod he's here in the flesh i don't have a fast too wow. And uh, if you don't know about noah or ruby it's a uh, sugar-free hibiscus water alternative and uh it's a brand that is killing it and uh we're so thankful to be uh, to be here today to talk about it and to just uh, yeah we we're drinking some before yeah drinking some now yeah God bless thanks for uh, mm-hmm. thanks for bringing the product it's my pleasure I bring it everywhere I go it tastes really good thank you man yeah. which one are you drinking um, I think I'm drinking the Fuji Apple yeah the with Fuji a little Apple's bit of tequila one, it hits with tequila yeah that's what you oh, tequila man. or mezcal I know any of the rubies. It hits. Yeah, that's your that's your go to drink. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I started Ruby. <laughs> I was making this pomegranate lime hibiscus margarita, oh. and it was it was delicious. Do you have any other recipes you'd like to share? Any like insider recipes? Uh, again, mix it with anything. Like seriously, I, there was there was a person who actually made a whiskey cocktail with it. Okay, and I was like, that's not going to mix well, and it was delicious. Huh? Yeah. Why do you take the tequila out when you brought it to the market? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't want to get into the alk market. Yeah. Spirits, you know, and my buddy Max mm. Warren was already starting Onda at the time. Okay. I was, you know, yeah, on the agave spirit side. So I yeah. said, nah, mm. yeah, let bring, him have bring it. your own tequila or yeah. bring your own alcohol. That's exactly right. No yeah. judgment. Yeah. Do you want to tell the people what Ruby is? Because I did a really shitty job there. You did. I didn't want to say it, and I'm glad that you. Uh, I did a really. That. That good, <laughs> I did a terrible intro again. Uh, to be fair, Kevin does all the pre-show notes, and he provided me with two bios: one that just said founder, CEO, of leader of Rubyverse. I think I added that part, Noah, and then it said or this, and it was just a, a paragraph about Ruby that probably he copied and pasted from. Your yeah, I found it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's not from the website. That's that's an old one. <laughs> okay, so how about this? Sometimes we do this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why don't you do your own intro? Um, I'd be happy to. I'm so glad you asked. Thank <laughs> yeah, you yeah, very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do wow. your own. You guys, tell you the got, people who you are. Noah Matthew Wunsch. Oh, born and raised New Thought York City. My goodness, 1989, like the Taylor Swift album. Wow, it's a big deal. Are you Swifty? Wow. Yeah. Came up through the ranks of editorial tech, the art and luxury world to start an intergalactic beverage called Ruby Hibiscus, which is a line of sparkling organic hibiscus, no added sugar ever, full flavor, full function. That's the power of hibiscus, folks. Wow. Wow. Ever? Um, Ever. Wow. Wow. Uh, Yeah. I'm I'm ready to make a deal. Okay. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
for uh, 20% of the business. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm thinking 25 million. I'll think about it. Okay. I need to, to see I need to see uh yeah. what the other sharks are offering. Kevin? That's right, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm broke. So. <laughs> all right, it's a deal, Alex. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah, one go. shark uh, is all you get here today. Okay. No, uh no, thank you. That's super fucking that much better than I did. Um grew up in New York. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereabouts? Where exactly? Right by Washington Square, exactly 10th Street and 5th Avenue. Whoa, man. So I grew up also in New York on Long Island. God bless. Is, is, is Alex a New Yorker? You pretend that you, when, when people are like, where are you from? And you're like, I'm from New York City. That's not true. My okay. wife does that. Okay. <laughs> Who also grew up Oh, you're going to out, you're out in Jackie She right threw now? your wife under the bus. Oh, 100%. Good thing she doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh, I thought she does. What? She, she does. Damn. Don't tell her about this episode. Got you. Um, I'm now proudly from Long Island. We're in Long Island? It took me 35 years to get here. Yeah. But I'm ready to just own it. A lot of self-development. And a lot of self-development. And it's because there are some great people from Long Island. Great rappers, great musicians, great comedians, great people. Name five and Billy Joel can't be one of them. Okay. <laughs> Scott Disick. Lindsay oh, Lohan. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah Carey. All right, you got Howard one. Stern. Rick Rubin. Judd Apatow. That's it. That's my You're list. basically, you were at four. Okay. Oh, I'm yeah. so close. I'm so close. Kevin, who else is on my uh, lo- uh, list of Long Island uh, greats? I don't, I don't know. I'm not from there. Fuck. Billy uh, Joel really knocked you down a peg, didn't he? I just I know, he took away that fifth. sweet, that's sweet my, piano, that's, man. That's my fifth. Buster Rhymes. Is he? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I'll take it. Uh, so this is a question I always say. What's it like to be a real New Yorker? Is it is it is it as cool as it feels to me? I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like I, uh, I always give the bullshit answer where it's like, it's like you know, I grew up there, so I have nothing to compare it to. But it's not true. <laughs> like you grow up faster. Like I was, I was going out as a young kid and having fun and all that good stuff. So Alex, it was great. Alex, do you need me to open a window or something? You want some? I'm you want my sunnies? Fucking sweating and and it's so <laughs> hot. The sun is just pouring down on me. Um, yeah. should, I, should I pop a window? Yeah. No. I always say I'm a real New Yorker, but compared to real New Yorkers, yeah. I'm just a kid from Long Island. And it, it, it's 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 a shame uh, that I have to admit that here on my own show. But here it is. Uh, uh, you and Madison Uthendahl, do you know who she is? I, I do know Madison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah. she uh, also grew up in New York yeah, City. We all do. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we know best, each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you both have card-carrying uh, New York, uh, real New Yorker cards. Yeah. And uh, I asked her this question. Uh, do you think growing up on Long Island and living in Brooklyn for 15 years, do you think I get one? That you're like a born and raised New York City kid? No, 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 okay. no, no. I'm a, like, I'm no, a, no, you can't. I'm not looking for that. Yeah. I'm just saying real New Yorker. My my feeling is this on that question. Yes, yeah. If you know how to take the subway anywhere, <sighs> like if you can take NQR, JMZ, GL, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Mm. If you know where they're all going, if you know where the seven is going, <laughs> if you've taken the path train. Shit, Kevin. If if you if you know all of that, then in my book you're a New Yorker. Okay, next question. Moving on. There Alex, I Alex Uber's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, then I, no, that is. <laughs> by the way, so does my wife, and I'm like not a New Yorker. Yeah, no, yeah. that's a good answer though. I like that answer because again, that's not that doesn't mean that you like grew up here or you're from here or it's more that you you know it. Yeah, 
Yeah, and yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I can't pass that test. So moving yeah. on. Uh, so uh, if New York is the best city in the world, why is LA the worst city in the world? Um, just a- Kevin, you want to take this one? <laughs> uh, I think the people are maybe just a little too nice there, too happy, too much sun. No. The brains are fried. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to answer this. I like LA. I don't know. I've been there once, but you know, I, I had fun. I liked I like some people there. Really quickly though, um, let's we should talk about Ruby for a second. Ruby is a brand that is uh, has been in my radar because Noah emailed me in. Uh, I pulled it up. I got the email. Nine forty six a.m. September twenty fifth, two thousand nineteen. Did, did anyone intro us? Or I'm trying to remember how I found you. Your email says, "Hope all is well, brother." A friend referred me to your work. Who was the friend? We don't. I don't know who the friend is. Well, I'm wondering if it might have been Ian Wishingrad because I had met Ian around that time. Ah, maybe. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Interesting. Though. Yeah. No, I think this was like a lean Lux person. Okay. I don't know who or what that is. Cool. Um, you're saying I'm working on a startup. I just like this email. He doesn't know because he's not a New Yorker. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Alex. <laughs> God damn, I hate this show. Um, I'm working on a startup and have come to the uh, to that prescient. T- t- your email uses big words. <laughs> this is what I was at Sotheby's. I was prescient. I was using Sotheby's words. That I've come to that prescient of moments where I need an insanely gifted creative to take the brand to the next level. Wonder if you might be free for a tea or a phone call this week. Dang. I offered a tea? Noah. That's yeah. classy. A tea? Oh, so classy. Tea. God, I was like in full Sotheby's mode. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So you were looking for insanely gifted creative. Um, wasn't you. Wasn't me. Wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was the people just down the hallway. <laughs> Uh, why did you decide to go with someone else? Um, Spo- spoiler, wasn't Alex. Yeah. Wasn't Alex. So typically, so the answer is you went with uh, Talmor and Talmor. Yes. Yeah, who yeah. is an agency. I don't know if many people will be familiar with. but Boutique. Maybe, yeah. They should check them out because they're amazing. I don't think I was familiar with them until we moved on to their hallway. Yeah. Here in Greenpoint. They no longer are here, but they were just down the hall. And so typically when someone reaches out to me and then doesn't work out, and the brand launches into the world, I'm either, I'm so like jealous or like uh, competitive or disappointed that like I have a hard time like drinking it or being like a supporter. Yeah. When it comes to Ruby, I'm the complete opposite. Thank you. And it's because they absolutely killed it. And I'm just so happy for you and I'm happy for all of your success. And the brand is amazing, looks amazing. And uh, if you're not familiar, check out Ruby. And it's delicious. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. And that first glass bottle, fucking iconic. Thank yeah. you, dude. Yeah. 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 I, st- I still, uh, we still use it for um, salad dressing. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Look, the reusable nature. People Absolutely. would like send us pictures of putting like little flowers in it yeah. or candles. And that was, that was always a vibe. That's I love glass. Wanted. Yeah. So sliding doors moment, you know, could have been us, but you know what? I think in the end you have a beautiful brand and, um, there's it's some I love these kind of sliding doors moments because you never know like you know sort of like in music where a song was written by one person and then becomes a hit for another like we almost did fly by Jing and like I always see fly by Jing I'm like I wonder what that would have been like if we yeah. had done that uh, Jones Knowles Richie almost did United Sodas of America yeah they went to them and so you know again it's just like this is how this works right people um, start a brand you start a company you reach out to a bunch of different design studios you find the right fit for you. And, you know, you never know, right? Yeah. It could have gone a totally different way. could have been a totally different brand. could have been a whole different story. But it was always meant to be this way. Yeah. Um, talk. T- you mentioned Sotheby's a couple times. Yeah. You 
were working at Sotheby's. What were you doing there? You had a big title, yeah? Yeah, yeah. A very, very big title. A global title. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was a head of global innovation and global e-commerce. Damn. That sounds very important. Yeah. What What does that mean? Shockingly. Yeah. So. What does that mean? Um, so as an example, like my first year, I had them acquire the artificial intelligence firm Thread Genius. Damn. You're calling shots like that? Calling shots. Yeah. Um, and they they were uh, an AI group that actually came from Spotify. They had built the Spotify Discover Weekly algorithm. Wow. So when it came to people who understood cultural applications of machine learning, these were you know, these were the guys. Yeah. Um, so I ran that division my second year. In my third year, when I took over Global Ecom, I built out new categories and verticals for Sotheby's. So like sneakers, I did their first sneaker sale. Cool. Or Supreme or Martin Margiela or cool. any of the weird new stuff that's now become a very big category in the secondary market. Have you always been into culture, art, all of it? Is that something that's been inside of like, where did you first become interested in that kind of stuff? I'm trying to think of like the first time. I, I mean, my brother made me uh, draw Stussy S's when I was like four years old. So like, if, if I think about like where the first moment was for me, like I always, when people ask me like, what's an all-time favorite brand, like Stussy for yeah. me, just because I think they locked on at such an early age for me. And I didn't even wear that much, but like just that Stussy S, being able to write it in a notebook and feel like you're part of something through this weird like emblematic code. That is probably like the first access point for me. How did you get into Sotheby's? Like, how did that become a job? Anyone can. It's a, it's a, it's a little known fact. You yeah, know, yeah, you, can yeah, just, yeah. you just walk in. You just walk in. They hire you as the global head of the it was, Wow, it was weird. Wow, Kevin. So wow. You, start, you started at uh, global head of innovation. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't start as global head. Now yeah. you know. I ended with that. So now yeah, that's yeah. what I call myself. Um, I think the beginning title was like uh, head of digital marketing and digital strategy or something, something nonsensical mm. um, so and nebulous. Um, but yeah, I, I, I got into Sotheby's because I knew the, the CMO, David Goodman. I'd consulted for him when he was at CBS. Okay. And I'd become more interested in art and luxury as a vertical. And he was like, I think you'd do some weird stuff here. And I was like, I think I can do that. Wow. Amazing. And one of my favorite parts about Ruby is the dispatches from the Rubyverse. I actually saw that today was number 100. No. No. You've missed two. Something oh. happened with Clavio for us, man, oh, where they're man. going to people's spam. <laughs> so don't feel bad about that. All right. If you check your spam, you're going to see 101 and 102. Okay. Let's do this again. What I, just, I, I saw today <laughs> that uh, Ruby dispatches from the Rubyverse, you guys are out to 102. It's wow. True. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't yeah, believe you saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, not cutting. If you don't know what this is, it's a newsletter that Ruby sends out, mm -hmm. and it gives you updates in culture, movies, news, what you're reading, mm -hmm. like what food. Yeah, it's three three categories really. It's like uh, five recommendations of reads, five recommendations of culture, five yeah. recommendations of listens, and that makes a lot of sense now thinking about the Sotheby's sort of place in which you came from of like having your finger on the pulse of culture and sort of how important is that for the Ruby brand to sort of be a part of culture and to sort of be helping other people uh, be up on cool shit? Yeah. I, there are two answers to the question. Like the, the first one is it's very important to the Ruby brand because one of the core ethos is, let's say we, we had when we started, it was like, how would we want to be talked to as a consumer? You know, we get all these different newsletters and most of the time they're just selling something to you 
or if they're trying to make recommendations, they're pulling it from every other newsletter you've seen. So there's nothing unique there. So how can we have something that's value add for our customers? But the bigger thing for me is like, how important is it for me? Like it keeps me hip on a weekly basis. Like I feel a pressure. Yeah to stay in tune with what's going on in culture because I've set this as a habit for myself on a weekly basis. It feels like it takes a lot of time, I would imagine. At this point, it's it's pretty simple. Like you, you create a template on your email and you know that it's just plug and play at that point. And throughout the week, you know, you're listening to music. So if something new comes on, you're like, I'm going to tag that because that's dope for the newsletter. Friends are sending you links all the time. You you save those in pocket, and then by the end of the week, you have your coffee, and it takes thirty minutes. So is Alex Delaney sending you links? <laughs> Alex Delaney <laughs> sends me music, man. Oh, I yeah, bet he does. Is. Yeah, he's got yeah, yeah. he's got good taste. He's got some good music, yeah. man. Yeah, the, he really does. The Alex Delaney Spotify playlists are the best playlists on Spotify. Well, Sound my, Radio, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the absolute best thing. If you're not up on that, that to me is like the best. I give that record all the time. Yeah, I'm just like if you want to follow one person on Spotify and like. The playlists are perfect, and the Sunday morning one is like religiously played in my house on Sunday mornings. Yeah. It's, it's always it's, it's the best. Have yeah. you listened to his podcast? I haven't. Okay, I should. So Sound Radio. Yeah. The best podcast I've ever been what? on. What? <laughs> Hands down. That's okay. Hands down. Not even close second. I was going to say. Sound Radio. Best podcast I've That's ever fair. been on. Wow, wow, wow. If, if we're, you know, even in the top five, Alex Delaney, I think we've done something. Hey, it's been great. We're, we're going to need a timeout here. Uh, fuck this. We don't give out free ads for other fucking people's podcasts. No, yeah, we do. Uh, I'm not here for this uh, slander. But no, uh, Alex Delaney, uh, uh, shout him out because- uh, amazing, amazing music taste. And then yeah. also great food taste. Yeah. That's oh, another yeah. thing that, again, he was from, famously from Bon Appetit, but I love the sort of like uh, newsletter stuff that he does or like the like all the good things or I'm, I'm probably mis- uh, No, that's, that's what it. That's it's called. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he just kind of uh, goes through all the good things. Yeah. It fucking rules. And uh, yeah, I, I guess for me, it's like, it's it. I'm I'm impressed by your ability to both run a company, a beverage company that requires a ton of shit. And then also obviously care deeply, deeply about your brand. And then on top of that, have time to just be sort of making newsletters. Also, I, I think I read somewhere that like you're, you're stocking the shelves at Whole Foods yeah. yourself. Is that, is that true? Yeah. Oh yeah. Why I, are you I mean, doing it's that? not, it's not just me. <laughs> I mean, like we, we have a team, we have merchandisers too, but like my main thing for my team is like, I'll, I'll never ask anyone on my team to do something I wouldn't do myself. Hmm. Um, so but Whole Foods is like, hey, can you come stock these shelves? Some of the managers, yeah. Huh. Man, it's not like <laughs> CEO of Whole Foods has, has rung me up. No, it's that time again. <laughs> it's um, just like there's a work shortage and they can't get people to do no, it. No, I mean, like, what, look again, deal? like it's the the part of the beverage hustle and CPG in general is like, yeah. you know, you trade in favors. You know, if I go help merchandise a, a Whole Foods, maybe I get a little better shelf space. Okay, like that's. Again, like it's this is not a an industry for the faint of heart. It's it's a street war, and if you're not out on the street, like you're you're most likely missing some low hanging fruit. How often do you do it? On a weekly basis. On a weekly basis, as needed. Which one? All of them. I mean, seven days a week. Are you at Whole Foods? No, like yeah. Wow. We go to Whole Foods. Getting your hands dirty. Yeah, yeah. and we're up and down the East Coast, so we have merchandisers now for the other territories, of course, and we have merchandisers in the Northeast, but like. The managers know us. Yeah. All and, right. and if we do a demo in store, they're they're like, hey, we got a U-boat full of product. You wanna, <laughs> you wanna help us out? And you don't say no. All right. Did you see Mr. Beast was asking his fans to merchandise for him? What do you think about that? I think it's really smart. Yeah. I think it's look again, like I, I imagine how he's coming at everything is the ROI compared to the give out. Like 
Yeah, I think he's doing something with the uh, Lamborghini. He's telling everyone if like if you sell probably a million Mr. Beast bars, he'll give someone a Lamborghini. Yeah. And if a Mr. Beast bar is four dollars each, let's say, and that's mm-hmm. a million bars, you're doing four million dollars in revenue for a Lambo that might be two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, that's like, good. Uh, that's good marketing math. spend. Yeah, what a beast. Yeah, he is a beast. And uh, <laughs> Mr. Beast, if you're listening, uh, write us back to that email. You know, we uh, <laughs> we, we love what you're doing. Can and we say this? Nah, probably not. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, so they hate what you're doing. Yeah. They, <laughs> so uh, the Rubyverse. Yeah. What 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 is that? So it's a sci-fi universe that we've created, obviously, where yeah. Ruby is created. And Ruby mm. is the power that fights the great vanquisher of planets known as sugar. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of intuitive. What a dumb question. Yeah. Honestly, me. it's on the can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alex, you read the fucking can, dude? <laughs> Jeez. Hold on a second. <laughs> okay. Makes do. sense. Uh, question for you there. Yeah. Metaverse, Rubyverse. Um, I thought the metaverse, we still believe in in that shit? Or is that, I never uh, believed yeah. in the okay. metaverse. Just to okay. be clear, just because I created a science fiction universe does not mean I believe in the metaverse. Good good answer. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was dead at least three or four days ago. Yeah. As soon as Facebook said meta, yeah. it was like, well, it's. it's Yeah, we're done. We killed that one quick. <laughs> can you drink? Killed that can cap. you drink Ruby in the metaverse? No, I hope not. Yeah. Yeah. Never? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, 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 mm-hmm. Look, until I find real consumer demand for it, <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. Um, Ruby uh, famously has a hundred, uh, a thousand plus benefits. Yeah. Yeah. Can you list them all for us right now? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Uh, first one, we have a thousand plus antioxidants in every can. Mm. We have electrolytes, potassium and magnesium. Uh, hibiscus has been known, known to lower blood pressure. Uh, there have been a reverse double study about that from Tufts. Hibiscus is full of those antioxidants we talked about, which means they fight free radicals, which is good for skin damage. It also increases collagen production, so it helps with those anti-aging benefits. Ruby also has really good taste in music. <laughs> Ruby also did a really cool collaboration with Public Records. That's sick. That was yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, very sick. I can keep going. Yeah, no, that's a good one to to, to end on. Uh, Public Records today, yesterday, this uh, week, two days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is probably going to come out next week. So last week yes, you launched with that's Public Records. Yeah, the spot that the entire team at center seems to spend a lot of their time at. one of the yeah. most lit spots one it's of the most lit spots in new york uh tell us about it uh it's an amazing collaboration we did with public records they were already stocking ruby so they've been stocking ruby forever and, and we really love them like they yeah. they are just an amazing venue really good music great djs um so it was always cool that we were there and then the conversation started pretty organically of like is there something more we can do together um, and in the back of my head, I was like, I want to do a can with these guys. Like yeah. I want to, their, their branding and design is sick. Yeah. Incredible. Um, and a lot of people had been saying that our Concord grape tastes like sparkling non-alcoholic Lambrusco. And I wanted to see if there was an NA play that we could try that literally leans into that and reformulate it a little bit to taste more like that. So Make, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Non-alcoholic beverages at restaurants have, I think at this point are, have taken over. Yeah. Right? Like I think. Yes, is, this is a personal story. Last night I was at dinner. I was just trying to order a soda, just a regular non-alcoholic, just a drink. Yeah. And they were like, do you want a, a, a phony spritz? And we we're like, no. How about a sprig of rosemary? <laughs> yeah. And we're just like, no. Like, how about a Diet Coke? Like, how about a ginger ale? How about a ginger beer? They're like, no, nah, we don't have any of that. And they're like, we have this orange sparklings. Da, 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 da. We're like, okay, fine. We'll take those. 
And they're like, so get the bill at the end of night. Twelve dollars each. Of fucking of course. Like big of course. spritzes. It's like you can't get a regular drink here anymore. Just drink water, man. Yeah, I, I guess that's the answer. Just drink <laughs> yeah. water. Yeah, I say yeah. that all or the time. Yeah. Well, well, I think about that a lot. I'm like, what if everyone just wakes up tomorrow and they're like, water's good enough. Yeah. That I mean, honestly, water is good enough and yeah. it's always been good enough. But I think again, the millions of brands that are selling delicious drinks and that people love, I think people get tired of water. I think yeah. that's really the, yeah, the yeah. answer there. But I think the non-alcoholic beverage thing has has hit a bit of a tipping point. At least for me in Brooklyn, I know I'm very in a bu- very small bubble. But yeah. like the fact that I can't get a regular drink at a restaurant that's not water and it's not a fake Negroni, yeah, is like there's got to be. I think you mean a faux Negroni? Yeah, a phony Negroni. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Phony or, Negroni. A, or a, a fake spritz, a faux spritz. Yeah. It's like I don't want rosemary in my drink. I yeah. just want. I just want ginger beer. Is that possible? Can I get that in a, in a can? Okay, moving on. Um, any other brands or establishments that you uh, want to do collabs with or anything? I mean, the, the one that like I'm really psyched that we're in yeah. is Nighthawk. Okay. Like, yeah. I love Nighthawk. Movie theater. I, I love movies. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've loved Nighthawk since they opened. I love their food program. I love their curation of film. So, like, I sent them a very personal email, which was very genuine, being like, I mm. freaking love you guys. Like, wow. I'm a local brand. Like, I think you're going to find that our branding is dope and like makes sense with your branding. We would love to be in your spot. And they were open to it. And that's, that's one that's just really special for me. I think that's the power of branding. I think when people ask me, um, and maybe they don't fully understand, I mean, our listeners do, but like business owners, I think they think branding is only to sort of get people to buy products. Yeah. And I think one of the big things that people don't understand is that exactly that you send that email to Nighthawk and it's not just the fact that the brand looks cool. It's that you want us to be in your establishment yeah. and it makes you look good and it will like our brands make sense together and it yeah. opens doors like that. And I think that's, that's so much of what um, a beverage brand specifically, it's a, it needs to go to so many different places. So to be able to get to those places and doors open when you have great branding. A hundred percent. Yeah. And yeah, it's interesting one. Nighthawk. I haven't been there in a while. I once saw uh, uh, Spring Breakers there. It was one of the. <laughs> Damn, that's been a while. It's a long time. Oh my god, yeah. I've never seen Spring Breakers. No way. I've started it like probably five times, like first 30, 45 minutes, and I've been like, nah. Five I think times? It, like wow. it, it, five times. I think yeah. at this point you just give up. I think I will, but like <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was it was such a movie of the moment that yeah. like you can't watch it aside from when was it like twenty. 13, 2014. I think that's when I lived in Williamsburg. Yeah. yeah. So that's up. Yeah, no, but it's a good, there was a good place for that movie because it's yeah. a fun movie. People are you know, oh, totally. drinking and it was like Vice. screaming. Yeah, I mean, like Vice a, owned Williamsburg yeah, at that yeah, moment. Yeah. And it was Vice Films. R.I.P. 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 Dead. Gone. Yeah. That whole block. You know, it's funny. I saw an article that was about all the, the music venues that yeah. used to be there before Vice came. Because I lived on Kent right Glasslands, there. Glasslands, man. Yeah. Glasslands. Yeah. I used to go there all the time. Yeah. And I forgot about it. I just forgot about the pre-Vice Williamsburg world. And yeah. I lived right there. But they have those guys have elsewhere now, I think. Is that true? Yeah. Okay, that makes a lot okay. of sense. Yeah. Okay. See, you know so much shit about New York culture. I just watched. It's because you're not a New Yorker, Alex. <laughs> I don't know how many. It's... All right. Oh. Uh, end the podcast. <laughs> um, this, isn't, this isn't working. Cut all this. Wrap. Uh, That's a wrap. Right. Three, two, one. <laughs> Um, best concert you went to at Glasslands oh god I have no clue really yeah I don't remember I've did the, you ever go to Glasslands you too young nah, I moved here too like, young. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm about like four and a half years here, got it so all right yeah yeah no that, you'll find out yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, it's funny I would never go there 
purposefully. Yeah. Like I would always just go there because it was so close to my house and I would just kind of walk in there and, Got and listen to music. I want, I didn't go there to like see acts, at least in my mind. Yeah. Um, or in my memory. Yeah. Um, my wife uh, met you at a Ruby event at yeah. a Halloween store. Yeah. Abracadabra. Yeah. Talk to me about some of the events that you guys do, Ruby, because I think yeah. you guys are getting a reputation or have a reputation for throwing some pretty good parties. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've been throwing parties since we started. So we do a lot of film series. Like this summer, we're going to do an outdoor film fest in Williamsburg at Pollen, which Great. is this we'll amazing. Be there. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Kevin and I will no, be there. Please. I mean, we're going to launch it out in, I think, two or three weeks, uh, maybe a month. You guys are getting the exclusive. It's oh, no big hell deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, breaking news. <laughs> so we'll we'll probably do like Little Shop of Horrors and like Labyrinth and just like some <gasps> some great cut cult classics. Uh, but yeah, like for our launch of Sparkling, we took over the Magic Shop Abracadabra, which is on Twenty First Street, Flatiron, just super random weird place. We did a magic show with these amazing magicians. Uh, and we did this pop-up shop because on our website, we have this thing called the Intergalactic Rubyverse Library, AKA IRL. Mm-hmm. Alex, if you couldn't tell already, I like acronyms. I was going to say, this is the third thing that <laughs> yeah. you mentioned today that has, um, yeah, a return on investment. Yeah. 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 Well, read, read, our, read our ingredients, ROI, baby. Oh, man. Wow. You love wow. a flipped one, too. I love, yeah. I, I, I love words. Like, I yeah. seriously yeah, yeah. I freaking Prescient. love words. Oh, you love words? Prescient Name everyone. <laughs> let's get some tea, guys. Let's, let's get some tea. It's yeah, not a big yeah. deal. Yeah. I'm at a prescient moment. Yeah. So we, we did a pop-up for the IRL, though. Which was amazing, like just great vintage and and weird art and yeah, Ooh, yeah. Nice. yeah, and that's just you're just having fun. Yeah, I mean, like a, a lot of you you know this very well, Alex. Like beverage is hell. Like it's it's really really hard. Facts. Put it's, it on a shirt. Yeah, it's like it's literally <laughs> just the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah, and I was I was talking to honestly like we we work with this amazing PR team today. I set uh and we're pretty new at them. And I was like, I know it seems like we're insane because we're just doing all this shit and like if you look at it in a vacuum it's like what is this doesn't make any sense but if you if you can see all of the things we've done together there's there's cohesion in the randomness of it but it's also like i just want to have some fun because so much of it is not fun Mm -hmm. so yeah no that makes a lot of sense and like people remember that stuff I mean, yeah. I think so many people have influencer events or parties or things in the city for a million fucking brands. Mm-hmm. But like, if you do it at a magic shop, yeah, and, and it was open unexpected to everyone. place, yeah. and it's open to everyone, and it's it's different. And, and you said there was out. magicians there. Yeah, of course yeah. there were men. Oh, there yeah. was also a fortune teller <laughs> who was like going deep. She was like, really? She did like an hour. Say, I think your wife did take one. Wow, that yeah, sounds yeah. like her. Yeah, she said it was going to marry a New Yorker though. Yeah, which was. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's his wife, man. Oh, God. God damn it. Uh, cut all the things about my wife. Uh, so that's the Ruby section here, Noah. Moving on. <laughs> Outside of and hibiscus the hibiscus water, flower has wilted. Yeah. Uh, what do you do for fun? Uh, Outside for fun, of work. I, I, I read a lot of books. Mm. Um, I hang out with my wife. Mm-hmm. I hang out with a lot of friends. Like I'm, I'm an extrovert in the sense that it gives me energy being with other people. I'm an introvert in the sense that like I have to recharge very intensely after my binge of extroversion. Um, but yeah, seeing people playing backgammon, shooting pool, like those are the things that mellow me out. Where do you shoot pool at? Anywhere there's a pool table. Yeah. Do you have a go-to spot? I mean, like the go-to spot is gone now. There were two okay, of them. Yeah. One of them was Rose Bar, Gramercy Park Hotel. And the other one was Soho Billiards, which is now a CVS. Damn. Which is a bummer. That's a real bummer. Yeah. 
Um, I gotta go. Yeah. Where are we moving to after uh, when we get out of the city? Are you thinking upstate? That's or never like, gonna happen. No, no. No, the whole family's here, man. Oh, the whole family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Brothers so. in Brooklyn Heights. My yeah. mom and dad are still right off Washington Square now <laughs> on Ninth and University. Yeah. There's like yeah. every time I try to get out, they just <laughs> drag me back in. <laughs> well, what about did you hear that New York is sinking? Mm. Are you yeah, worried about so that? So is Venice, man. If Venice yeah. isn't in the water yet, I'm not worried about New York. Yeah, uh, New York is sinking, and it's because of all the uh, empty skyscrapers from work from home. <laughs> Jesus, that's what—that's the headline I read. Hopefully, they'll turn to parks, man. <laughs> yeah. If we can get Tear some down. parks, I'm down. Tear those motherfuckers down. Favorite restaurants? My, my favorite restaurant right now is Raf's, which just opened uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, same people that run Musket Room, and it's a great room. Like good volume, good good folks, like good people. Not too big, but the food is crazy. Okay. Volume is an underrated part of restaurant. 110%. The restaurant I went to last night that will not be named yeah. because of their $12 fake uh, Negroni drink that they sold me on. I couldn't eat inside. It was too loud. Yeah. Does that make me 100 years old? I think it does. But wow. I genuinely was like, the music is just too loud in here. Yeah. And I we sat outside. Dude, yeah, it was a beautiful night. So reality, thing, reality but. is not tight when the music's not right. No, like, the music. I was, was at a chicken restaurant a year ago, and they were playing fucking Sandstorm on eleven. <laughs> That's not and right. We were just like, it was like forcing us to eat fast, and it was just frantic. And what kind of special sweaty. chicken joint was this? Yeah, what kind I, of I will not. Uh, people love it. It's called the Fly. Yeah. Oh, the fly is good. Yeah. The f- I I've never heard them play Sandstorm though. <laughs> I think it's I think it's overrated. If you want good chicken, go to Lula Bird in Crown Heights. All right, I haven't hit yeah. Lula Bird. All right, that's it's on the list. Best chicken of all time. I like the fly. Yeah. No shade, but the best chicken for me is um Don Ceviche. Okay. It's just Peruvian chicken in uh, the Essex Street Market. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna hit that. Yeah. Some of that P.O.P.O. sauce. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. God, man. Peruvian green sauce. It's so good. Can I tell you off mic? This, this off mic? This is off this mic. This is on mic. This is, feels very much on <laughs> mic. Uh, one of my brands I want to launch is a Peruvian green sauce. You should. Yeah. It, it feels I don't like know it, why it's not bottled and something I can get at the store. It's literally Center Design Studio yeah. and a Peruvian green sauce. I decided to go with Center, but I'm uh, I'm, I'm rethinking that. Is, is the issue, though, is the issue shelf stability? Yeah. yeah it probably like, it is. is. It is. Yeah. Because it's mostly mayo, but like there's shelf stable mayo. Don't tell me it's mayo. In my mind, it's like very fresh ingredients. No, it's like it's like chopped jalapeno listen, and I, uh, cilantro. I cracked the code last summer. Pure I, mayo. I made it and I it's made it. Pure mayo. Alex tasted. I made it like I got damn pretty damn close. Pretty to, close. Pretty is close. it just is it mayo with like green dye? No, okay. no. It's like it's it's. Mayo. I use like a majority yogurt. Yeah. With some mayo and then it's like cilantro, jalapeno, like lime juice, yeah. some other seasonings, like maybe some salt, pepper, and then. You know, if you want it to be really good, you throw some MSG in there. Yeah, obviously. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never been to the fly, but I have been to hearts, and I really like them. Oh, hearts Hearts rules. I've been to hearts either. Yeah, you got to. Learn all the spots. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, welcome to Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, all the Brooklyn Sick. spots. <laughs> I've heard about it. Uh, um, uh, you're a sweet tooth guy. Is that true? Or is that? Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. where do you go to get desserts around here? I mean, the main one is Cafe Panna. Okay. And I had like a real problem and an addiction with Cafe Panna. <laughs> okay. We did a collaboration with them last summer. And um, the woman who runs it, Hallie, is like a G. She's just so rad. What's your go-to? Yeah. Like, well, this is this is why they're genius. They change flavors every single day, every day. So they they I when I was addicted, 
<laughs> I was I was getting three pints a day, man. I was, and I'm serious. I was. I was Whoa. like, I gotta know what the flavor is today, man. Whoa. And what happened was Whoa. my wife went out of town. And I woke up one morning and I was like, I'm going to have some Cafe Panna for breakfast. And oh, then no. after lunch, I was like, I think it's time for a little Tum Tum Cafe Panna action. And then I was like, I'm not eating for the rest of the day. Oh, and no. then I had dinner and I was like, well, I've already done it. I think I'm going to have a little more Panna. <laughs> and I woke up in the middle of the night with lactose, oh, just yeah. like. My, st- I've never been in so much pain, and it's not your fault, Cafe Panna. It's my fault. <laughs> but I was sick for about seventy-two oh, hours no. because of my addiction. Damn. Yeah. Damn. You wake up and you're like, I need Panna. It's no, like, oh my god, it's not even open yet. I almost am like, I would. I almost <laughs> don't recommend it because it becomes a problem. I'm like, I'm, this this podcast is great because now I'm just I'm taking notes and I'm I'm learning things and I'm. Just, I want to be I'm, starring in some stuff when I'm editing this podcast. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Cafe Panna. Putting it in my Google Maps. <clears throat> I bet you got a pretty popping maps, right? I got a good maps. Yeah, I bet yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you share, do you collect any of the stuff like in one place, obviously with the, the Ruby dispatches or is there like a uh, sort of <clears throat> library or archive of that kind of stuff? I mean, so what I use is, what I use is the application pocket. Wow. Uh, wow. And I save things to my pocket, mm-hmm. but I delete them <laughs> as soon as I put them in the dispatch. So I guess, I mean, the dispatch might just be the library. Like you have to go through all hundred plus to, yeah. to see all this stuff. Yeah, that's good. You yeah. got to pay extra for the, uh, you know, direct Direct yeah. to face yeah, yeah, yeah. recommendations. Yeah. yeah, I mean, or just listen to our podcast. Right? I think it's very bold of you to have an email, uh, sort of a, a sort of <laughs> a, an email newsletter that actually gives people shit that they want. I, it's I, brave. Glad to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. the first person to the ever first... write an interesting email. <laughs> <laughs> first brand to send yeah. an email that I actually read. Do you think you might be I one of the that. best emailers of all time? Thank you. It yeah. sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From the things I've read, man. Yeah. It's me and in in Chappie Johnson. <laughs> Chappie me Johnson. and Chappie Johnson. That's a Curb Your Enthusiasm reference. Uh, Fuck, I don't oh, get yeah. it. Damn. Sorry. I, I really love Curb. Oh you know, God. Chappie Johnson. Yeah. No, honestly, I I get your emails and I read them. I'm glad. Oh shit, I'm gonna learn something. That's and what they're there I, for. I want to get up on something. Yeah. 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 What, do you, what are you listening to? What's the last track that turned you on? Oh, God. What is the last track? Mm. I, I Sandstorm? I like Sandstorm. <laughs> I like the dare. The I'm dare's into, great, I'm, man. I'm into the dare. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a really cool dime square kid. You cool. Know, that's me. I'm I love just that Just a hip, you. young 22-year-old. Good. Uh, <laughs> listening to the dare. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I, I will say I probably am the last person, the, the latest person to the dare. Yeah. But there was a New York Times thing. And GQ. I was like, G, it was a GQ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I've heard this name like four times. Pretty cool. You're hooked? Yeah. I mean, I liked it. That was right. the last track I heard. And I was like, okay, I get what the hype is about. Yeah, yeah. What about but, you, Kevin? Um, I mean, new album. I'm listening to Danny Brown, JPEG Mafia, Scaring the Hose. But uh, <laughs> this season... Is uh, you know, sun started to come out. I'm in a Roy Ayers mood. Okay, yeah. I everyone, dig it. Everyone loves the sunshine. Yeah, it's my yeah. Fuck, one of my favorite songs of all time. Right on. JPEG Mafia has some of the best swag. Oh some yeah, get great concert swag. Oh yeah, that that was a rip on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah, he rules. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. By the way, another great tag is the PlayStation one. The opening where PlayStation. All of it. PlayStation. PlayStation Two. You yeah. Ever, Sometimes I just sit there and watch like an old PlayStation Two uh, intro. Strong brings me back. Yeah. I, I can't, I, I can't get on your level, guys. Really? Were you just watch, were you watch an X- Xbox guy? Yeah, no, I was more of a Sega guy. You know? Oh no, just kidding. I don't know. Um, I was really hoping you'd be like, no, I was more of a getting laid guy. <laughs> guys. 
Yeah, dude. I Pros. Played, oh, sorry. I had PlayStation 2 when I was in second grade. I wasn't getting laid then. Sega was great, too. Sorry. Man. I was playing lacrosse Sega. and fucking getting chicks, man. I was. This podcast is taking an interesting turn. This is how people get canceled this anyway. Is exactly how it is. This Cut is, that part from the record. I'll, I'll put some, um, I'll put some, uh, some beeps over let's, there. Let's, 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 let's bring it back to some highbrow shit. You still collect art, Noah? Yeah. My belief in collecting is different from most. I, I believe if you just buy things, you're a collector. If you take seriously what you're buying like i think a lot of people get it muddled up that like art collector means that like you got an andy warhol on your wall and i certainly do not have an andy warhol on my wall um but i like i like things that i like and i like learning about things that i don't know about that that i end up liking and that makes me a collector in my damn mind. that's damn, like the most art guy thing to say ever that's awesome yeah gotcha, that is bro. some real yeah. art guy that, shit that's inspiring i don't Gosh. like things to like things i like things because i like things yeah that's yeah do you collect anything else i mean furniture is like my yeah. main yeah and books yeah like books and furniture are like my main extravagance in life yeah i like yeah. a collector i think it's a good trope to be a hundred percent man yeah it means you're passionate yeah yeah i'm someone of a collector myself what do you collect Hats. Hats? Yeah. Yeah, you got big, the grave digger hat, man. Vintage hat guy. Strong. And uh, vintage Johns. Vintage T-shirts. Johns? Okay. T-shirts. J-A-W-N-S. Yeah, I other you. stuff. The kids these days, yeah. Alex. I know. I know <laughs> With I know, Johns. I know, I know, oh, I come on. You know what a John is. No. Doesn't it's, Johns it's, come from it's Canada? Philly. It's a I think Philly it's, thing. It's Philly? Uh-huh. That's what it is. It was either Philly or Canada. They're both in the same place in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Outside of New York. <laughs> yeah. North. Yeah. Shout out to Alex Delaney. Known Philadelphian. Yeah. He's going to listen to this. I'm going to send this to him. He's going to listen. Honestly, I'm a fan. <laughs> so I'm a big fan. No, he, he is actually, um, he has put me on to more things in the last like three years than almost anyone else. He's a sweet guy. Yeah, Swag's no. 100. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great taste and everything. Great taste, good shit, and uh, really, really helpful yeah. with the information. Yeah. Is he, I think that's Who's the, the most part. famous person on your phone? I'm not playing that game. <laughs> no. I'm not playing. My 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 wife, again, she she works at a fashion company called Tom Brown and she runs VIP for yeah. them. Flexible. So like uh, mine doesn't even come close. <laughs> but uh you know what? Off record, I'll tell you guys a story about something that happened recently. Great. It's gonna be off record though. What about on record? On record, <laughs> I'm trying to Alex Delaney. hundred <laughs> percent it's Alex Delaney. Who's the most famous person to drink Ruby? Um Alex Delaney? Alex, Alex <laughs> AD, man. Yeah, yeah. Sound radio, man, great yeah, podcast. He's, he's racking it up right now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's having a great Free podcast. promo. Yeah. I, it's one of those things where like you find out in the back end, like you're looking in direct consumer who's ordering it and like a name pops up and you're like, oh shit. Like, yeah. is that who I think it is? And it is. Um, Call him out. No, no, no. Because okay. again, it's it's a private thing. You know, that's yeah, like, it's yeah. not like they, they didn't post it up. Yeah. You don't want to break that. Yeah. That trust. It must feel pretty good to have like a low calorie drink on the market right now that actually fucking tastes good. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of, you know, I'll just this is Kevin speaking right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff I'm drinking that's new doesn't necessarily taste good. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> this it. This is one of the, this is like Ruby is the top beverage in my mind. Tell everybody. Taste wise. Uh, calorie wise. Yeah. Function wise. So much better yeah. than any of the beverages yeah. out there. A lot of this. So much better than all of the It's pretty good. It's the best. There's a couple beverages that we've worked on that I particularly like, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. yours tastes very good. Listen, I, was, I, was, I was shook. We'll be biased. I appreciate you. But the truth is, Kevin is right. There are a lot of new, trendy, functional, hip beverages. 
and you try them once and you will not try them again. Yes. And I think that is because the, most people are not prioritizing the product. But I did. I have a they, grocery buyer say that to my face, though, about Ruby. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got ripped. Yeah. It was painful. What did he um, say? But I, I'm not going to go you into all of it. said it tasted too good? Like, no, no, no. He, <laughs> he tried. He literally, like, on, we, it was a Zoom and we were on camera and he takes a sip of each of them. And there, there's a whole backstory and there's a reason that this person ripped me, understandably so. Um, having known the pre-checks, but he was like, having tried these, I would never drink these again. Never. Ooh, I, ooh. maybe our consumers would, but I, I don't see the value. Sounds like a man without taste. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that, that was one where I had to like go into the park and kind of like sad Keanu it for mm, a bit. Just yeah. like eat a sandwich and be like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, what happened there? Did you make any adjustments or do you... I made some adjustments based on his recommendations. It was actually some can design stuff that he he recommended and we Whoa. we updated it based on that. Um, but we're still not in that store. And <laughs> 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 I don't know that we ever will be, which is which is a bummer. But that's those are the punches, you know? Yeah. Well, I think it's great. And I, I, I told you, the first time I tried it was the original product. And that yeah. to me was, was a bit too tart for me. As yeah. someone who likes a sweet, sweet beverage. Yeah. But the 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 sparkling can, the berry cherry is the one I'm drinking right now, and it, this one, this one is delicious. Thank really you, man. You to, I'm excited for you to try the Fuji Apple. Yeah, I'm gonna go there next. I think it's getting cool. Uh, before we get out of here, we're gonna talk about some of the things that are going on in the world of uh, design branding, some of the fun stuff that we like to cover on the show. Obviously, you are a man of the people and the culture, so we uh, we just want to get your hot takes on these uh, hot issues. Um, there's a, uh, coffee bar that opened up in Greenpoint where it has robots, uh, serving coffee. Um, just want to give the people an update. We've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. Um, they're no longer in open. Oh, they, they had shocked. A they had a tough first day. They opened last weekend. They opened last yeah. week. The robots, uh, both named Adam. There's two of them. I yeah. think there's only, I only saw one. Uh, there's one robot yeah. named Adam. And uh, it had a tough first day, kind of fritzed out and kept saying just like, you know. Why would you name it Adam? I mean, like, it's a little <laughs> on the nose for me. <laughs> and it's also a little too dystopian for yeah. me that like. Yeah. Bot bar. Bot bar. Yeah. Bot bar. 666 Manhattan Avenue. Yep. It's a robot That's barista. Real. That's real. It's seriously 666 yeah. Manhattan Avenue. <laughs> That's true. I was there this morning. Yeah. Was this like someone punking us though? Was this like an art stunt or something? Like, Nope. They raised $8.3 million to open a line of automated cafes I want you Fintech to call out every robotics. investor right now. Yeah. I want you to be like yeah. XYZ Ventures. And I don't mean AB Imbev on that one. You can't, <laughs> you can't say anything Ventures without it actually being a venture now, can you? A lot of Ventures out there. Yeah, man. Artly, a two-year-old startup to just raise. <laughs> okay, uh, so it's dead. What do you think about automation? Are we going to start you know, getting rid of these uh, these people and start replacing <laughs> them with robots? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not for it. I'm pro-human for the oh, most part. Wow. Yeah, yeah. wow. What, what a, a controversial no, wow. take to have. Wow. I agree wow. now and then, guys. So yeah, yeah. bold. So bold. <laughs> you said it perfectly. I'm a man of the people. So brave of yeah. you. This guy. You know? What if that robot could uh, do some uh, shelving at Whole Foods? Are you open to I that? I would love that. Absolutely. <laughs> You know what? Screw those people. What was I talking about? Yeah, yeah. They will. They they will do the merchandising soon. All right. Um, they will do. And yeah. to be honest, they could take that job. Yeah. Maybe. This is, look, this is the, you remember when CVS had the first self-checkout? Yes. And you remember like, yeah. you'd walk in and there would be a person who was supposed to help you and they wouldn't. And you'd <laughs> kind of be like, you guys understand what's happening here, right? Like, 
this is here to replace you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a really like that's a very scary realization when you see the actuality of it. Yeah. Like that that was one of those moments where I was like, this is getting dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's getting dark out there. Yeah. yeah. I agree they could the robots could do they they will do everything better than us. Period. 100%. Yeah. Right now they just want to be like copywriters and like uh photographers. Yeah. Well, you stop know? coming for Yeah, my stop jobs. coming for the creative fucking jobs. When they get out of their lane though, when yeah. they make a Drake song and a weekend song. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, music, <laughs> arts, creativity. Yeah. Why yeah. can't they fucking do some pro- productive stuff Let's that we don't want to do? They've been doing that for years, yeah, Alex. You're right. It's just <laughs> you're only personalizing it now cuz they're coming after you. You bring up a good point. I may be uh n- now noticing this only because it's entered my uh, sphere yeah, of, there's of, of territory. Great uh, documentary on Netflix. I think it's called The Factory. Mm. And it's about automation in, in mainland China and the US. And it's about a uh, mainland China corporation buying a plant in Detroit and the two cultures and the friction. And uh, like, spoiler alert, if you are going to watch it, like don't listen for the next 10 seconds. The, the end mm. is that they're just like, <laughs> screw the fact that we can't get these cultures together. Let's just bring in robots. And that's like, that's the end. It's so yeah, dark. That is really dark. <laughs> anyway, spoiler over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On. I'll, yeah, I'll have yeah. to see it once I'm done with this uh, Hillsong documentary I'm oh, watching. Oh man, how is it? Really good. Okay, Yeah, yeah. I'll put it on the list. <clears throat> Hulu, uh, definitely worth a watch. They got Carl Lentz to be on it. Wow. A disheveled uh, sort of a, a shell of his former self. He just, he has, he's one of those people who has to be in the spotlight though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I give him some credit because he took part in the documentary even yeah. though he couldn't control his narrative yeah and they are pretty you know hard on him yeah and yet he is in the dock in an effort to like tell his side of the story and i do think it actually works out favorable for him he obviously was a part of something that he helped build that was problematic and doing a lot of bad things yeah but it wasn't all his fault yeah he was a part of a machine that was Religion? Religion. Got it. Understood. <laughs> Understood. You saw my pause yes, there. I, <laughs> was, I was like, how hard do I want to go after religion? But um, yeah, no, good documentary. Definitely uh, something I'm watching. Um, question for you. Real New Yorker. Yeah. Spent a lot of time in New York. Um, going around, hitting all the streets, all the subways, all, all the Whole Foods. All of them. How are we feeling about the Zazafication of New York? And by that, I mean- I know exactly what you everywhere. mean. Weed. <laughs> What what is your take on uh, on this movement? I, I want to know what the I want to know what the mafia is. I want to know what the front is because like there there's there are too many of them. There are a lot of there them. are a lot of them. So I want to know what like the organized infrastructure behind all of them are. That's my interest. Mm. Um, yeah, very very interested to know. Like I'm excited. I'm excited for that Hulu documentary. It's interesting because you're right there. There are just so many of them so quickly. Yeah. And they all have a very similar feel, sort of like bodegas, right? Where bodegas are on every corner, but they have a very similar brand. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know a lot about bodegas, but I assume you do. A good amount at this point. There's Big Bodega. Oh, yeah. Right? That is controlling all of them. Absolutely. Just like, look. Like any industry, there are the people who run the the stuff behind the scenes and pull the strings. I, I have to think of the Zazaification yeah. of New York City. There are some strings. Big yeah. Zaza. Yeah. Big yeah. Zaza. The big Zaza. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> one of the reasons why I bring it up is we've been covering Zaza uh, here on the program. Our favorite one is Zaza R Us. Yeah. 
which is on the Lower East Side. No, right it's in Williamsburg. Oh, it's in Williamsburg. It's in Williamsburg, yeah. Okay, then there's another one on the Lower East Side that's another Zaza store right over the Williamsburg Bridge. But yeah, Zaza's become like the brand for weed because yeah. I guess they, I don't know why totally, but it does feel like it's, to your point, it's like something that ties them all together in a way. Um, Zaza or Russ is particularly funny. Toys R Us uh, got wind of this, and this week they've uh, they've uh, they've sued the cannabis shop. Yeah, and uh, for brand dilution. How do we feel about this? <laughs> I mean, hey, look, my my feeling before you said brand dilution was like, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. But then I was like, bankrupt company. Do yeah. they even exist anymore? Could you dilute them any further? <laughs> um, my brother in Christ, you diluted yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I saw the sign of it. Like I saw Zaza R Us and the flipped R and everything. And I was like, listen, Toys R Us isn't wrong. Yeah. But brand dilution? Mm-hmm. Uh, Trademark infringement, maybe. A company called True Kids now owns the trademark. So I guess when they went bankrupt, it's a dark name too, by the way. True Kids, <laughs> Jesus, yeah. And so Hillsong the, affiliation. They uh, issued a lawsuit and have a quote: "In an effort to confuse the average customer, defendants are imitating the famous and distinct Toys R Us bubble typeface, which each letter." appearing in a different color and with a reverse R letter on its signage for at least one of its infringing stores, the lawsuit states. <laughs> um, they sent the cease and desist. Uh, deceased, uh, desist. Assist, you got this. Uh, ceased You're and great. desist, demanding it stops uh, It stops using the Toys R Us mark. Um, they claim that the Zaza R Us is tarnishing the kid-friendly image of Toys R Us with its smoking and drug-related products. Let them cook. Let them just be true kids. Yeah. yeah. Not not those fake kids. <laughs> yeah. Gotta be true kids. Do you think they're gonna take it down? I think this is an interesting that's what I want to see. How uh how long I think are they're they gonna... probably psyched that this actually made national media. Absolutely. I'm sure they did this literally with like hopefully Toys R Us makes a big stink about this. Like makes total I I, I think that Toys R Us has completely played their game. They played into their hand. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's funny how cannabis culture so liberally uses other people's trademarks yeah. and IP. Like if you walk into any of these stores, they're using Snickers, <laughs> yeah. they're using fucking Simpsons. Yeah. Oh. Their IP is is it's a lawless land. I Do love you think that Simpsons there's club. any mentality though of like weed culture being parody? Like, do you think that there's any mentality of these people being like, clearly it's parody? So yeah, I feel like parody law. I'm not a lawyer by any means, but <laughs> I feel like I've heard that parody law allows you to get away with a good amount. Yeah. In this case, though, like, if you're selling a weed candy bar and it's called, like, <laughs> yeah. Dickers, like, it's, yeah. you're going to be in trouble. I guess maybe so. maybe not. But yeah. maybe not. They seem to just kind of do whatever the fuck they want, generally. Yeah. I respect it. Yeah, me too. I kind of think it's crazy. I do understand if I'm Toys R Us and I see a weed store that says Zaza R yeah. Us, where maybe I do think they're using slash diluting my trademark. Um and uh, tarnishing the kid-friendly image <laughs> yeah. of our brand, but uh, I, I will be—I'll be interested to see this and see where it goes. But I, I think Toys R Us are going to mm. trace the cord back to the wall, and they're not going to like what they find. They're going <laughs> to retreat. Gonna... It's connected to an electric chair. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god! Yeah, yeah. It's plugged into a fan that's oh just my. like in a corner. Oh, it's going to be Big Zaza. Yeah, Big Zaza. Big Zaza you don't, you don't Zaza, fuck man. with Big Zaza. I, by the way, it wouldn't. I would not no. mess with Big Zaza. I want to be in bed with Big Zaza. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Big Zaza, I don't want to be in bed with you, though. <laughs> I wish they did. <laughs> uh, that's a visual that I'm going to struggle to get out of my head. Um, I think too many Zaza stores, though. I think like, I, agree. I think one on every half block seemed like enough, but 
it seems that we need to have three on every block. But like I was, I had this conversation with a friend recently. Okay. We were passing by a Zaza store and this lovely looking couple walked out of the Zaza store with like their little Pomeranian dog. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, shit, you know, Zaza got the hold. Like I, 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 I was shot. I was like, oh shit. Like it's, it's, it's mass. It's here. It's here. I know. I know. Listen, that part I think is good. Like the fact that people are smoking on the streets. And yeah. Like I, I, I am in favor of it. I'm not saying it's bad. I just don't know how many of these stores do we do. <laughs> well, the, need. the best one is the main event in the East Village. Okay. And it's not it's not a Zaza store in the typical sense. It's an art gallery that also sells weed. Oh, and nice. the idea is like if you buy a postcard, the postcard is sixty bucks, and you get a like, <laughs> yeah, get yeah, a nug yeah. with it. Like <laughs> so, you're not actually buying the weed. You're yeah, buying you buy something, and it happens to come with it. Yeah, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a little gift. Yeah, but it's like great vintage, and mm-hmm. the guy who runs it is this character, Jay Bulger. Uh, who used to be a male model and professional boxer, and he's like an all-around man about town on the East Village. He's like one of the mayors of the East Village. Okay. He's a good dude. How long has he been selling these postcards for? I think like probably over a year now. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I wonder how Since it's much- been legal. Since it's <laughs> And no, yeah, yeah. no earlier. Um, I wonder how much of the weed is real. That's always my kind of question. Well, all of Jay's weed is real. Go to the main event, kids. <laughs> if you want that good sticky icky, you go to the main event. Um, the Zaza, I will I be there. Trust that shit. That's what I'm saying. All. I no. think it's. I you know. I, I don't know. There's something about it. I feel. I question it. It feels like Washington Square Park. Like it's oregano. I hit somebody's vape recently, and I was like, "Oh, where'd you get this?" And they're like, "Oh, at the Zaza store." And I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna die." <laughs> was it salvia? <laughs> Did you just start twitching on the ground? No, no. I mean, I got high, and you know, thankfully, nothing else happened. But <laughs> yeah. I was, I was a little concerned for a second. Yeah, understandably yeah. so. Yeah, I don't know if I trust them. I, uh, I only trust the random people that come to my apartment with the big backpacks. Yeah, you me know? too. Those people, those are trustworthy. They're nice, man. Yeah, they just want to hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. give you samples. Yeah, yeah. They got Zaza don't give you samples. Punch by the way. cards. Yep. You know, they 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 don't do that yeah. at the Zaza stores. No, you know? and uh, I don't like their attitude. I'm I get say that. that too. Like, I, get that. I just think it's 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 not a it's not a fun and friendly place. It's not welcoming. It's, it's not, not it's welcoming. not Toys R Us. No, it's no. not Toys R Us, no. and that's why they need to stop using the trademark. Call me old fashioned, but I still bike to my guy's house. Whoa! Wow! I go to him, and uh, we, wow. you know, we hang out for a little bit. Sometimes we'll smoke a blunt, and he'll tell me a crazy fucking story. And, wow! Uh, You're a proper gentleman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm out and about. I'm on these streets. I love that. I love wow. moving. You wow. go to him. Yeah. I go Honestly, to him. I've never heard that. I've yeah. only seen that in movies. Like yeah, Seth Rogen goes <laughs> yeah. to his weed. The most shop. I will go to him was when I was like. 15 and like the Toyota Camry pulled up on the corner. <laughs> yeah. And I'd have to get in. They'd be like, same. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I might die, but yeah. it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I need these drugs. Yeah. Well, we have his name was always Nickel. <laughs> yeah. He's told me some fucking insane stories that I cannot share. On you go to him. Yeah. It's crazy. This is fucking insane. That's Noah. a business model. No. Yeah. That's a business model. Wow. This, I mean, this says everything about Kevin, though. Yeah. Stand up individual. Good guy. He'll go to you. Yeah. I'm just picturing it's like it's got to be an Apple store. It's like a lighthouse brand. You have to go to this weed dealer. No, it's a very, no, it's a pretty dingy apartment. I was going to say, you go to some, I, I picture some, him going <laughs> yeah. to someone's house, sitting on his couch. I do too, but I'm also just like, like Beblum Good, maybe. I yeah. don't know. We'll watch, let's watch a movie, Kevin. <laughs> oh I mean, God. we watch YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so you are, are yeah. you Seth Rogen in the Yeah, exactly. Express, That's exactly what I picture. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Does cool. he hook you up or are you guys like- Sometimes, yeah. I mean, right before the pandemic, he he's, uh, he owed me like $10 and change and he's like, just take <laughs> this way, You this lent thousand. him money. You- no, 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 no
I don't have the change, but do you want this thousand milligram brownie? I was like, yeah, sure. A thousand milligram brownie? Yeah, it was crazy. What happened? <laughs> yeah, what um, so basically, I would cut a sliver off at night um, when I was trying to unwind, and half the time I'd have a really good time, and then half the time I would like, you know, a coin toss. have a mental breakdown and yeah. you know think everyone hated me. Understood. But, you know, think- I'd still finish brownie. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mine's blown. Yeah, yeah. Noah and I are now the host, co-host of a podcast where we <laughs> just, just interview Kevin. Honestly, <laughs> I, I need to know so much more about like the day-to-day of your life. Yeah. yeah I mean, do you eat cereal with water? No, I don't eat cereal. Okay. Mm. Yeah. All right. That's a fine answer. What yeah. You, wait. What do you? What do you eat for breakfast? Uh, I don't. I don't usually eat breakfast. Yeah, but it's your go- like. Go-to. I mean, if I go to, it's like eggs, toast. All right. Mm. I love. Right, I cool. love. I fucking love eggs. Oh, yeah. 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 You go to him. Yeah, I go to. Him. You go to him. Yeah, I go to him. Does he go to other people or does everyone come to him? Um, I don't know. I don't ask him about his other people. Is business. anyone else at his house? Sometimes. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Does he have a family or uh, a wife, kids? Dog? No, he's around my age. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. We don't talk about How far stuff. is he from your house? Uh, he's not that far. He's probably like a 25-minute bike ride. <laughs> That's 25-minute <laughs> bike ride? I love he's riding He's not that far? That is it's so that far. far. That's, that's probably like... That's going to be half miles. of this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then I'll listen, I'll listen to half my podcast. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. the other half on the way back. I, yeah, I literally, the, yeah, like, yeah. it's one of those things where I'm worried the door is locked and, yeah. like, I'm not going to get out now. Like, I'm scared. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm hungry at night. I don't even know if I want to go to the bodega directly under my apartment. Same thing. I'll order GoPuff. I'll or, go puff yeah, my yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or Seamless. Seamless ice, one thing of ice cream. I you're, guess, you're I, guess I like rolling the dice. You're a mensch. You are a mensch. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that is true. Um, Kevin, your favorite brand, Liquid Death, is back. That's not, sorry. Kevin, your favorite brand that's not Ruby is back. Correct. Um, and it's Liquid Death. And they have a new commercial, Recycled Plastic Surgery Center. It is a YouTube video. Did you watch it now? I honestly didn't. I know Whitney yeah. Cummings is in it, right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you can picture this. It's an infomercial. Whitney Cummings is, Cummings is a spokesperson for a plastic surgery center. They do all the surgery with plastic bottles. Yeah, and you see the plastic um, through the through the skin. Got it. Yeah. Understood. Got it. <laughs> Reads like an uh, SNL ad, and uh, it's uh, it, it's perfectly weird. It's a little bit like off and kind of like um, scary. I guess is the, yeah. maybe the right way to describe it. How would you describe it? Not scary is probably. It's a little dystopian. Yeah, it's 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 creepy and yeah. a little weird and very liquid. Dumb. And then they hit you with the hard facts at the end. Yes, and then they hit them with 1.5 million pounds of plastic. 95 percent will not be recycled. Yeah, so Plast- that's like per minute or something, right? Uh, every minute, yeah. 1.5 million pounds. Mind blowing. Oof. Wonderful. What do you think of Liquid Death as a brand? I I wouldn't bet against them. Yeah. Every time I've said that, like they've hit their ceiling. Yeah. In like you know. Their P and L must be a mess. Like then they then they're like, I heard what you said. Here's our P and L, bitch. And I'm like, oh my god, you're making so much money. Yeah. And like there was there was data released this week about how they're crushing it and sparkling now. I mean, like their new flavors are killing it. Their water's killing. It. Like, I I wouldn't bet against them. They continue to find ways to 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 reinvent or just yeah. make great content. I think that's what I think of them. Honestly, like obviously they're a great water company and they have great product. They have a great package, but they are tremendous at making content. Yeah. They, yeah. Their socials are phenomenal. They're just pumping content out there, doing weird collaborations. And I think on this podcast, like we talk about like what brands do each week. So we need 
things that brands are doing. <laughs> yeah, we need things to talk about. <laughs> daddy <laughs> needs his content. And daddy needs content. Yeah. And Liquid Death, like, they're pumping out, like, something once a month, I would say. Yeah. yeah. A banger, too. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. They hit high numbers. Yeah. I think what sets them apart and, you know, what also, you're, I would categorize you in this same category as, like... As you should. Yeah. You guys are both, yeah. like, I don't know, being true to yourselves and having fun, you know, letting you, it rip. You're, you're, look, on the Liquid Death side, like, they have brand code, like, there is a brand vision there. Mm-hmm. Like, again, the Travis Barker enema, like the mm-hmm. the plastic, plastic surgery, surgery literally. Like, yeah. it all it all lines up. Like, yeah. it, people might not like it, but like, it's it's true to the brand vision and you got to give them that. Like, they're not straying from their, their tone of voice or their DLS. Like, it's pretty What's impressive. DLS? Uh, design language system. Damn. You guys did... Whoa, I gotta me. go. Me. I gotta go to my drug dealers, guys. <laughs> That's on me. DLS. <laughs> uh, we use or VIS, visual identity system. Sick. So, uh, Viz, baby. Yeah, uh, DLS. I don't know. Uh, that's some, <laughs> some, some, some corner store, uh, Zaza sort of yeah. uh, design acronym. Listen, man, DLS. You got but, a favorite um, acronym? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite acronym? It's, oh, man. I mean, right now it's DLS. DLS. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I think you're right. Like they know their brand and they're very good at expressing it. Like yeah. I think that's the the truth. And I think uh, obviously um, we have some insider, you know, vantage point. So I won't talk about it too much. But like they have such a good grasp on what feels right for them. Yeah. And what doesn't. Yeah. And I think they just like and they've created a pretty big sandbox for themselves yeah and that's what's fun about that it. sandbox like, yeah. has hundreds of millions of, it's yeah. a very big Expensive. sandbox yeah yeah, yeah 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 it's making a lot of money oh yeah no i'm saying in yes. revenue i'm not talking about how much they're burning no yeah, i don't yeah. I, I, there's been a little bit of yeah stuff about i don't read as much about the sort yeah. of uh the business side of them i just i just love the the content and what they're putting out is is compelling it's and, awesome and it just they makes, take swings yeah, yeah they take big swings and yeah, this feels SNL-ish yeah. adjacent, which, yeah, that that plays for them. They're a comedy brand. I think they they like to be funny. Yeah. They like to be a little weird. And they like to make people look twice. Yeah. And they do that better than anyone else. I agree. Except for Ruby. Um, <laughs> that too. Moving on. Taco Bell. So we talked about this story last week on the show. Yeah, did you listen? I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, <laughs> you know, you listen every week, right? Every now, week. So Right after Sound Radio. Mm-hmm, you know that Taco Bell has been trying to liberate the phrase Taco Tuesday from a competitive taco place called Taco John's. Which I knew Taco John's. I did not know Taco yeah. John's, but how do you know Taco how John's? How do you know them? Well, yeah. It's a cool chain, man. They've been okay. around forever. Yeah. Taco John's. Taco John's. 400 locations. Yeah. So not a small spot, but not as big as Taco Bell. No. But they created Taco Tuesday. Yeah. And Taco Bell is trying to bully them <laughs> into giving up their trademark. Taco Bell with help from LeBron James. Yeah, I yeah. saw the visual and on that. So <laughs> last week I kind of came in defense of Taco John. I was yeah. like, this is bullshit. Like yeah. Taco Bell, like you got you got your shit. Like you got fucking huge commercials with Pete Davidson, Liv Moss, you got the fucking cantinas, whatever the fuck you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't need let Taco, Taco John's Tuesday. have this. Let Taco John's have Taco yeah. Tuesday. Let they, Taco John's cook. Yeah, let yeah. them cook. They invented this shit, and don't try to fucking steal it from them. Yeah, because you didn't come up with it. It's yeah. not yours. Try to come up with some other shit. And so they came out with this like petition that they're creating. Yeah, to try to get people to like side with them, to sort of 
allow Taco Bell to use this trademark that this other restaurant did. And I think it's bullshit. And then this week they got LeBron to come yeah. and sort of be a spokesperson for Taco Bell because LeBron's been talking about Taco Tuesday for a long time. It's something that he talks about on his uh, personal Instagram for, loves, for he loves, his, he loves Taco Tuesday. He used to do I it. I love in, LeBron. Of course he loves Taco Tuesday. <laughs> God, he, he just used, gets better. He is the best. He really <laughs> like is a fine best. one. He did. Um, he was. He did get a little bit in trouble because he would say Taco Tuesday in a sort of uh, problematic Understood. tone. Yeah, yeah. On Instagram, and I think people are like, "Hey, LeBron, maybe cool it with the ay 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 yas at the end of the Taco Tuesday that he was saying." Which, rightfully so, fair. Just do not do not do that. No comment. No I don't comment. I, I refuse to comment on LeBron James. Yes, and so yeah, I think I wonder if Taco John sent. LeBron James, as he said, assist. I wonder if he was, you know, not allowed to sort of to to use that as well. But on May 22nd, this week, they announced that LeBron and longtime Taco Tuesday proponent was joining the fight to release the phrase from its legal bind. Here's the thing. You don't you don't fight to release a phrase. It's no. their fucking trademark. Yeah, yeah. So how are you fighting to release it? That does it's not like it's captured. Is that like yeah. is that like Adidas being like, hey, yeah, just do it. it it's exactly like Adidas <laughs> being it. like, we want to use just do it. Yeah. Let's, let's and like let's just liberate do just do it. It's exactly the Taco same. Taco Bell should just buy Taco John. That's exactly right. Yeah. If they want it so bad, they should fucking buy it. Yeah. Buy the whole establishment, buy the fucking or pay for a licensing deal. I, or something that instead of fucking fighting them in the public opinion under this fucking guise of liberation. Poor Taco John, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. Fucking how many, how many locations are there of Taco Bell? 1700. Cheesy creep. That seems low. It does seem low, but is it's it 17,000 or four times as many? I, this was in, this was in the stats last week. I remember it being 1700. I could be wrong. Are you looking it up now? No, I'm texting my wife because <laughs> she literally just like, texted me you? bitch hungry. Okay. Um, well, we're wrapping up soon. <laughs> Uh, I got the number way wrong. I, I got the Sorry, I'm just, just, just yeah. downloading the 1600 Taco Bell, Taco John, Bitch Hungry. Yeah. Uh, a lot you got a lot on. going on. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot to process there. Yeah. Uh, I'll add some more. Uh, it's 55,000 restaurants. 55,000 Taco Bells. Yeah. How yep. did you get 1600? Uh, you got 1600. Yeah. Yeah. That was from last week's memory. Oh, yeah. So or, in the last week, they, just to bully Taco John, they decided to open 54,000 <laughs> yeah. restaurants. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I I believe it could be either bad memory or bad stats by Kevin. Got it. Bad stats. Awesome. It's, it's, it's potentially. <laughs> Let everyone know you just pointed at Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we're on YouTube, so they can all yeah, see yeah. us. Um, yeah. Is it a live stream? Yeah, it's, nah, a, it's live. Yeah, no. That'd um, be so dope. That would be cool, but I got to edit. Yeah. yeah. We one, should Twitch it. All the things I said <laughs> that uh, could get me canceled. I have Sick. to cut all those things out. Okay. Uh, Last quote, Taco Tuesday is a tradition that everyone should be able to celebrate. All restaurants, all families, all business, everybody. That's from LeBron James in a press release. Taco Tuesdays create opportunities that bring people together in many ways. And it's a celebration that nobody should own. Everyone knows you can't celebrate Taco <laughs> Tuesday unless you can monetize it. Yeah, that's gotta, where I'm like... Money's got to be coming in my pocket. The thing that keeps coming to mind is that like in the movie The Menu, when Ray Fiennes is like, Great we movie. would have tacos on Tuesday. Yeah. Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Um... And like, you know, Fuck he's no allowed way. to say that, but Taco he didn't John's try to monetize it off that. And like, 
Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little on Taco John's side here, man. That's where I stand. I mean, it is literally just like you said, Adidas being like, we should all be able to just do it. <laughs> yeah, we should liberate it. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's their fucking phrase. That's Taco, their trademark. Taco Bell should do Taco Thursday. They should do. <laughs> they should do Taco Thursday. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Thursday. 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 Yeah, yeah. Oh, Long, sorry. Yeah, take yeah. it back. It's fine. Sorry. Yeah, it's totally fine. We're workshop. Yeah, yeah. We got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going yeah. great. It's going great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just my DLS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last story before you get out of here, you can go to dinner because cool. Because um, bitch, bitch hungry. hungry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it is a, a another brand that is uh, sort of taking advantage, monetizing. Um, and it is a uh, an iceberg that fell off of the coast of Canada, and uh, it's got a nickname. It's called Dicky Berg, and that's because Great name, by the it way. looks like a giant penis. Yeah, and so. A uh, a week ago, a uh, the world was blessed uh, with this glorious <laughs> sight of a dick, giant dick shaped iceberg, dick and balls, and uh, can't th- just have one without the other, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, a company by the name of True Kids, Kevin, <laughs> yeah. Kevin, where's my facts here? I, we I remember oh. we were looking at this morning saying, who is the company that I, is I monetizing? Dropped, I dropped it. the balls on this one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> low hanging fruit. I feel like such a dick. Oh god. It's Diva Toys. Makes sense. By the way, it, it would be. Yeah. That's that's not surprising. And so they decided to create a dildo that is in the shape of this iceberg that is uh proceeds are going to f- fight climate change. Okay. So this I think is a company taking something that maybe they don't have the right to, but using it for a good cause. Yeah, I agree. And I think if you're going to make a dildo that looks like an iceberg, that yeah. looks like a penis, go for it. Just Hell give yeah. the just help fight climate change. Yeah. That, Simple as that. By the way, yeah. Yeah, go search them on the Indiegogo because that was looking a little bleak when I found this story. I think mm. only one person had purchased it. I will say that like, as, as a Jew, yeah. Dickie Berg... Yeah. Might be the best thing to happen to the Jews in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. As as a fellow Jew, yeah. um, I also thought this is very Jewish, this bird. Dickie Bird. Sounds bird. like such a nice kid. Sounds like a cousin of mine. Yeah, you sounds know? like a nice yeah, boy. Yeah. It sounds like someone my dad would say, you remember Dickie Bird? You remember the old Dickie yeah, Bird yeah, down yeah, the street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long him? Island especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dickie Bird, you remember him? He played soccer. He made it. Yeah, He yeah, made yeah, it, yeah, that yeah. Dickie Bird. Have you heard about <laughs> Diva Toys, son? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've raised eighty-two dollars <laughs> out of a total sixty-nine uh, sixty-nine thousand seven hundred and seventy-two goal. Is that true? That's their like, fixed goal. No, no. But like right now, they're not at eighty-two dollars. Right have, now, they're they're up to like thirty-seven. Right 000. now, as of right this minute of recording, they have one backer oh. that has donated eighty-two dollars. They had one yesterday. That bums me out. Yeah. In so, my mind, Dickie Berg deserves a little better than that. Yeah, I agree. I wonder if the like, I wonder mm. if the Indiegogo's fucked up. I don't know. But this has made news. Like, yeah, you guys this are on aware adage. of this. This is on adage. Yesterday. I was going to say, if this how is on did adage, we find this, this doesn't make any sense that they only have one backer at this point. Let me refresh the page. I want you to refresh that page. <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, yeah, still just still one, one backer? backer for a $70,000 goal. I think Dickie Berg could service oh. more than one backer. I mean, we got, we got good <laughs> mock-ups. We got a great name. Yeah. We have an environmental story. And we got press all around the globe. Yeah, we're looking at Global News, Mirror, The Guardian. This doesn't. This add is up, not man. adding up. This doesn't for add me. up. Yeah, but, yeah. 
but uh, maybe there's a new page. I don't know. The dildo's made with eco-friendly materials uh, because we're not total dicks to the environment. Yeah. Uh, it's good for the planet and good for your most delicate bits. Yeah. Masterly craft, crafted down to the tip of the iceberg. It looks just like the world famous Dickie Berg, only this one won't get flaccid and melt. Wow. Some good copywriting. Oh, wait, this one won't get flaccid and melt is actually really sad. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's, it's sad. But listen, this is a, a beautiful story. Yeah. Unfortunately, the dollar is being... Uh, being donated right now is making us all a little sad. So know, yeah, hey, somebody yeah. buy it and flaccid. send it to us. Yes, it's a little flaccid. Get out there and 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 uh, support this movement. How much time is left on it? Because again, this is coming out next week. Let's make sure the Indiegogo won't be thirty days or less. Thirty days. So, go buy your Dickie Berg. Guys. Yeah, go yeah. out there and get a Dickie Berg. Um, Hell, get two. Yeah, get get right? one for a friend. Yeah, yeah. They've got a drug package dealer. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go over to your drug dealer's house. Yeah. I was just, and, and I was thinking of you, man. I was just thinking of you the other day. And, I, and they're like, oh, is that that iceberg yeah. the, the, off the coast of Newfoundland? <laughs> no, nah, it's a nice Jewish boy I picked up. His name is <laughs> yeah, Dickie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Little Dickie Berg. Um, but it is a, it's a, this is a weird story, but maybe this will be in the Rubyverse uh, newsletter. Because no. we've talked about it now, which means that it's uh, no longer special. Wow. Is yeah, that, the, is that the, those are the rules? Those are the rules are if I, if I find it from a newsletter and I see it in another newsletter, I will not put it in the dispatch. Dog, this is a podcast. Wow, my, yeah. my, my. I know it's a podcast. <laughs> it's, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what am I doing what here? What are we doing yeah, right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the rules. Wow, those are, the those, rules. Are, those are some tough uh, self-imposed oh, rules. Easy, yeah, yeah, I respect your rules. That's oh, sick. I appreciate yeah. that. That's yeah, pretty yeah. sick. I'm not trying to service people with you know some bullshit content. Yeah, we no. go deep. Yeah, like Dickie no. Berg. <laughs> <laughs> Should we? If you've seen it before, then uh, then yeah. it doesn't fly. Doesn't fly. Well, Noah, you've been a mensch and oh. a lunch. Oh, uh, and we're thankful for you. We appreciate your time. Glad Thanks to for be coming here. to the studio. Thanks for kicking it with Kevin and I. And uh, expect a few hundred texts from me asking you about more uh, recommendations and restaurants and things because uh, I really appreciate it. I'm here for it. Thanks Absolutely. for having me, uh, guys. Thanks for coming on. Get out, get out there. Try Ruby if you never had it. Available uh, wherever Noah is uh, shelving. Look on their website. Yeah. You can find out where they Ruby.fun. Ruby.fun. Oh, My domain name is KevinBatori.fun. So. Ah. Hey, there we go, man. Just two fun guys. Let's be buds. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, go to your drug dealer's house. Well, I, I uh, wished you a happy work anniversary today on LinkedIn. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. And which work anniversary was it? <laughs> it said like Visitor Beer. I don't. Oh, Visitor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're it, the best. Shout out to Visitor Beer. What is that? Uh, it's a non-alc beer, and I'm an advisor for them, and they're really great guys. Well, one they're, year. They have a wow. great one year. Congratulations. Hey, yeah. Called DBA. They're based in Chicago. Cut it off, Kevin. We don't want to hear about them. You know, we've talked enough about Alex Delaney and all these other great podcasts. But Noah, when's the po- when's your podcast coming out? I I've thought about it. Yeah, but it's similar to to the newsletter where I'm like, you can't just be me mm. doing what you schnooks do. Wow, you know, it's mm-hmm. gotta it's gotta mm-hmm. be it, yeah. there's gotta be a slant. Yeah, no, you what need if- a slant. I mean, listen, we're the only podcast out here talking about iceberg dildos. I know it. Zaza R. Us. <laughs> yeah, Alex Delaney ain't talking Taco about Dickie Bell, Berg. Yeah. Fucking uh, lawsuits. Uh, you know, we're the, we're the, we're the number one. one. Yeah. 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 Thank you for coming. Thank yeah. you for having Peace. me. Oh, let's have some fun tonight. Oh, let's have some fun tonight.
got a good time.